Hello, my name is Thomas Davis. I am the Minister of Carloway Free Church on the Isle of Lewis in the northwest of Scotland. Hi, I'm Andy Longway, Minister of London City Presbyterian Church. And welcome to the Jesus Today podcast. It's fantastic to have you with us. This is the final episode of season two. Uh, thank you so, so much uh, for being with us over these past two or three months. Uh, it's been great to have you listening. We're so grateful to you for your support. Uh, so good to have you uh, keeping in touch with us as well. A reminder, you can connect with us on X at Jesus Today Pod, and you can email us at hello at Jesus Today Podcast. Dot com. Uh, and also just a very special welcome to any new listeners. We're really grateful to to, to you if you've joined us. Um, and uh, we hope you get the chance over the Christmas holidays to catch up uh, with previous episodes. Uh, we, but we welcome you warmly uh, if you're just joining us for this episode. Thomas, can you believe this is the last episode of Jesus Today podcast 2023? That's incredible. It is incredible. But what I what what I also can't believe is that is that this time last year, Jesus Today podcast didn't even exist. I know. <laughs> Twenty twenty three has been an unbelievable year for us doing this podcast, and then all that's gone on in the world, and then all that's happened even in our personal lives. And I thought maybe we could kick this uh, Christmas special off by just reflecting on the year that's gone by. Absolutely, Thomas. Why don't you tell us, what were some of the big things that have happened in your life in 2023? So lots of big, exciting things. Uh, one is my eldest son turned 18, which was just uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was, that was, so that was a big, uh, a big moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, all three of my children, we are, we're so blessed with, with, with three wonderful children and very, very proud of them. But it was, it was also just quite, it's quite amazing uh, to think, you know, he's, he's now 18. It, it doesn't seem like, like a moment ago that he was just a, a wee baby. So that was a big moment for us as, uh, as a family. Uh, for us as a church, it's been a, a, a been a big and exciting year um we did a big renovation work on our church building which has been huge and exciting for us and it's, it's made a really positive difference we made a big change in terms of the way our church uh um worships each uh each week so um in the early part of the year in in uh, april we introduce hymns and music for those of you listening who maybe don't know um in in scotland there's been a long long-standing tradition of singing just psalms and for them to be sung unaccompanied um uh, but most of the free church congregations across uh, across our denomination have have moved to introduce hymns and music and moved from exclusive psalmody to inclusive psalmody and that's really because there's a, a i think a strong biblical basis to say that that um the the psalms and hymns with with musical unaccompaniment is is uh, is the 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 form of worship that God is commanding us in Scripture. So we made that change, and mm. that was a big, big change. And it was it was both a, a, a challenging journey to go through, but also an exciting one. So um, uh, again, you know, so that was a that was something that changed uh, in uh, in a big way. So yeah, that was that's. There's been some big excitements for us as a family, as a church, and and one of the biggest things that happened uh, was started this podcast with my best mate Andy so that's been a big change and, a, and an exciting one as well absolutely absolutely and um just on the back of that Thomas Tom becoming 18 huge uh, belated happy birthday Tom but Tom was in many ways the the one who gave us this vision for this podcast so I want to do another shout out to Tom absolutely yes absolutely big big shout out to Tom he he was the one who who a year ago was like 
yes, you should do this. You must do this. And so um, so thank you very much, Tom. And he also helped us a lot with some of the technical stuff getting set up uh, at the start. So very grateful to Tom, very grateful to to Callum as well, a, a dear friend mm-hmm. of both of ours who, who has also been a huge help to us. What about you, Andy? What's some of the big big things that's happened for you thinking, looking back over 2023? Yeah. Um, so I think at the the family level, this is this is like our first full year in London. So I, I uh, became the minister of London in February 2022, and the real blessing at the beginning of the ministry here, there was an assistant in, in Harrison mm. Perkins who's, who's gone to the states. But this was my first full year of ministry, going solo as it were in London. Um, and so as a family, I think we we feel so at home in London now. We're into a, a rhythm of life. We we love London. We love our congregation. And so I think this is and the the man's is starting to feel more like a home. And and so we're just we're just loving being in London. So twenty twenty three is the year that the Longways fell in love with London, as it were. Oh, nice, um, yeah. And I've just got into some some rhythms and routines. Also, like this has been an unbelievable year, like in, in some ways, in, in, in contrast to a lot of the ministry that I was doing in Cumbernauld, which was a, a very settled and uh, congregation and, and, and an aging congregation. So a lot of funerals were involved. This has been a year of taking lots of weddings. Um, and I've just absolutely loved it. I've done a couple of Nigerian weddings, really colourful, really lively events, yeah. incredible food. I've been to Slovakia, uh, married wow. uh, two of our members in Slovakia. It was a lot of fun. Up to St Andrews. And yeah, I've just, I've had a year of taking weddings and baptising babies and, and, awesome. and just an incredible experience of ministry uh, that, that I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and yeah, as you and I'm not just saying this, but yeah, doing the podcast i think it's been good for my soul it's been great some of the people we've interviewed some of the yeah. conversations we've had um it's been a real blessing and kind of taken aback with how many people are listening to our podcast and yeah. just the way that the feedback we, we continue to get so 2023 at that level is it's been a it's been a really good year yeah absolutely absolutely and um yeah again we do say it every time but we we really are so appreciative to all our listeners um it's a massive privilege for us to to do this and we're really really thankful for your support and um and really excited for for the future what about like andy see if you kind of look back you know 2023 in terms of like the nation the globe what what mm-hmm. stuff stands out to you you know what what are the big milestones mm. that 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 have that have come in, in 2023 what what springs to your mind when you think about like the 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 big headlines of of, of 2023 the things that you think are really significant yeah um obviously i think the the war that kicked off in in israel mm-hmm. uh, palestine i think um that's that's right now that's probably the thing that's uppermost in my mind as 2023 the, the year another war broke out um but um i think it will live long in the memories of many of us uh, the, the way that 9-11 we remember 9-11 you know those who, yeah. who are not just alive but old enough to, to to watch on television i think watching the, the the events that played out that saturday was one of those you know world stopping yeah. moments and uh something that will will live on in the memory 2023 um i think just politics in britain in general what a year of craziness like down here and um because of the war there's been the protests there's been the the constant protests but i I think at the political stage how many prime ministers have we had in the last year how many and chancellors i know it's the last couple of years it just feels like it's been a revolving door in in westminster I think you know there's there's been the other things in terms of you know there's been these huge earthquakes whether in Syria and mm-hmm. Turkey and 
some events I just remember because of you know thinking about praying for them and yeah. then and, and giving yeah. support and you know I think some just because we live in this world where there's this twenty four hour news cycle yes. we forget big things but I remember just the amount of devastation that's been wrought and. Yeah, that's actually, I, I mean, I had actually forgotten about that. I'd forgotten about that earthquake, you know, but yet that was massive. And, and you know, and it'll be it'll be years rebuilding that for um, for these people. You, you mentioned politics, you know, same here in Scotland. I mean, there's been such a such a, a change here, you know, that, that, that this time last year, I don't think any of us saw, you know, saw it coming with Nicola Sturgeon stepping down. And yet very early <laughs> yeah. in the year she did. And and then there was, you know, that really fascinating um process of, of electing a new leader and all the kind of you know it was just it's just really interesting watching rapid change in london and rapid change in edinburgh and it all seems very very kind of un, uncertain uh, at the moment and i guess it kind of feels like everybody's just waiting for the next round of elections both both the uk and and scotland to kind of see where where the dust is gonna gonna settle yeah. there and then I think maybe the other thing that sort of strikes me this this I feel like this year and I suppose last year as well is just kind of cost of living prices mm. inflation all of that yeah. like you know for years we never I mean I, maybe maybe other people did but I never really thought twice about inflation or interest rates because it was just always low all right. these things were just low it was all <laughs> like well oh yeah we yeah. we fixed that that's not a problem anymore you know um <laughs> You know, and, and I remember people say, oh, well, in the 80s, it wasn't like this and, and da, da, da. You know, but it's, it's like that again now. You know, it's like actually, yeah, know. you know, that this is this is a big, a big thing. Big questions It's you know, housing is is harder for people. You know, we've even seen that on the on the island here. Um, rent is difficult. Airbnbs made a massive difference to how that looks, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you see that in cities. And so all these things, yeah, big, big, big changes in, in that regard. Uh, as well so yeah some massive uh, massive milestones in 2023 in the christian world can you think of any big things that have happened that made the headlines so i think i think for 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 me the thing that that just strikes me straight away is that that there was just three very significant uh deaths mm. um for me personally and for the 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 church as a whole and that that this year uh, the lord took home uh, Eric Alexander, Tim Keller, and Donald McLeod, and I mean they would be, they would be three of my, three of my yeah. favourite preachers. Three people who I have benefited from so so much, and three people who I kind of thought would always be there, you know. And I think mm. that that's the the that's the, the the strange thing that you know just in the space of a few months they they and and others as well. But those are the three that really stick out for me as as a leaving a massive gap but at the same time you know there has to be joy in the sense that you also look back and you see they are men that god raised up and gifted and used in wonderful ways in 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 many different contexts yeah no absolutely i could add to that list you know ted donnelly Mm. um, passed away this year he's a big name in northern ireland in the reformed presbyterian circles but you know across the world and he was someone whose sermons i often would go on and listen to if i was going out a walk yeah um Gordon Keddy, um, yes. he's, he's another RP in America. He passed away. Um, I didn't know that this man personally, but Harry Reader was an American PCA pastor. Yeah. And Harrison, who I mentioned earlier, he, it was his pastor. And okay, I think he was yeah. a, another huge loss in the PCA. So it's been it's been a year of just, yeah. And then, and then 
the other thing that stands out to me in the Christian world was there was a shooting in a church in Tennessee, mm, yes. a Covenant Presbyterian Church, and yeah. uh, I've got our friend Robert, who was on the podcast. Yep, he it was uh, the, the, one of the the young girls that was shot was um, one of his best friends' her daughter, and oh, so it just felt a lot closer to home when yes. you sometimes hear about tragedies that are happening in other nations. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that was another huge thing that just yeah, a lot of loss sad loss and then you know we can give thanks to god for the, the huge the immense legacy that the likes of keller and yeah. donald yeah. Um, and eric alexander leave uh, for the church i think you know it's, it's all of that's a big reminder like of um the same problems coming up again and again you know you're seeing yeah. violence we're seeing political unrest we're seeing things you know i mean i don't want to say negative but like in some ways it's just felt like a backward step you know and i guess that that does just take us back to the kind of the fact that 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 humanity can't solve the problem of humanity we can't solve the problem of yeah. sin ourselves and and yeah. we we keep getting glimpses of thinking that we do and yet and yet we don't you know and and you're yeah. seeing that in uh in in so many ways and you know and, and in, in 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 it all it just it just drives us back to i guess you know the, the great message of christmas that 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 God has sent his son into the world to be our savior because this is a world that really needs saving. And 2023, you know, sums up, I mean, like every other year, but 2023 definitely sums up the two fundamental biblical truths about humanity, that we're made in the image of God and many, yeah. many wonderful things can be achieved. We're all fallen sinners and every yeah. area of our life's affected. And you see the reality of that in, in, in the stuff, the really hard mm. stuff that we've seen happening. Just before we come on this podcast, I was reading a quote from Bonhoeffer about Advent, and he said, Advent's like being a prisoner where you're in this season of waiting and hoping for release and redemption. The only thing is the the only way for the door to be open to the prison has to come from the outside, uh, not from the inside. And, you know, as we, we find ourselves in a season of Advent, waiting to celebrate the first coming of Jesus into the world, we're also waiting for Jesus to come back because this world needs to be made new. Yeah, yes. The rights need to be made. The wrongs need to be made put right. Yeah. The, yeah. the death, the sin, the suffering, how we long for him to come yes. and, and yeah. redeem this, this creation. And, you know, it's, if any year reminds us of that, this year has been one of those years just to remind us. Absolutely. The curses across our creation. Um, we Absolutely. hate the death is the, 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 the final en enemy that we hate. Even those Christians, we, we face death with hope, but it's still so painful yeah. and not the way it's supposed to be. And yeah. um, come, Lord Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And just, you know, we're talking about following Jesus today, but every day that we follow Jesus has to be in light of that day—the day that that the day of the second advent. So I guess as we kind of celebrate the first advent, we should also just look more and more with yeah. excitement about the the second advent. But Andy, seeing as it's Christmas, we need to give a wee present to our listeners. So um, we've got a, we've got a wee stocking full of quotations that we want to give to you. Ah. So we, me and Andy pulled together a couple of quotations that we've that we've found helpful um, uh, in, in stuff that we've been reading and we want to share these with you. Um, so yeah, the, the, this is maybe not quite as exciting as a Teddy's chocolate orange or whatever else it is that's <laughs> going to come out of your, out of your stocking. Um, but, but yeah, these are, these are quotations that, um, well, certainly we hope we'll give you something to think about. So Andy, do you want to go, go first? What have you got for us? Yeah. So Anselm uh, asked the question, Cordeus homo, which, translated means why did god become man and i'm sure 
uh, Thomas and all of our listeners, we would all answer that, you know, he had to become man in order to save man, Mm -hmm. uh, humankind, and he had to be God because only God could offer a perfect sacrifice, offer that perfect righteousness and that perfect atonement to satisfy divine justice. Well, that's the, the, the classic answer. But as I've been meditating and preparing for, for just sermons, I, it really struck me that uh, reading one book um, on the person of Christ, that there's more to Christ coming into the world. Mm. So, so listen to this, right? So John Owen, John Calvin, if you read their works of theology, they would say the reason Jesus became, uh, the reason uh, the Son of God became man was to repair the damage done by sin. However, the Puritan theologian Thomas Goodwin, listen to what he argued, Christ was ordained as mediator for higher ends than the salvation of God's people. According to Goodwin, the principal reason that the Son of God became man was not that sinners might be saved by his meritorious work, though of course that was also a reason. Rather, in Goodwin's view, the benefits procured by Christ are all far inferior to the gift of his person unto us and much more the glory of his person itself. His person is of infinite more worth than they all can be of. Therefore, says Goodwin, God's chief end was not to bring Christ into the world for us, but us for Christ. And Stephen Charnock just succinctly says it like this, something in Christ more excellent and comely than the office of a saviour The greatness of his person is more excellent than the salvation procured by his death. Mm. My mind was blown at that thought. You know, I often just stop at the fact that he became man to save us. Yeah. But the gift of Christ himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is of infinite more worth than the the benefits and the blessings that he brought. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what I thought. And, you know, I think that's that I, I... I love a quotation like that because it kind of it shows you something that you've never seen before, and that you, yeah. and then but then you're like, of course, of course, exactly, that's isn't like, it? Yeah. That, that makes so much sense because it's like yeah, actually, and you know you think about I think about you know some you know like often theologians when they're asked to define theology they will say theology is knowing God. And I think that that's a, a, such an easy mistake to make because it's so easy to think theology is knowing about God and about how all of it works. And of course, that's part of it. But first and foremost, it's about actual knowledge of God in a relationship, knowing knowing mm. Jesus himself and, and recognizing that all the benefits that he procured on the cross is so that that can happen, so that we exactly. can know him. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I think it reminded me of, 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 of something I've heard Tim Keller say quite a few times that so often we we want the father's stuff and mm. you know like the prodigal son wanted the father's stuff yeah rather than the father you know and he said yeah. you know, so often we want the father's stuff with God we want his we want the stuff he can give us you know mm. and he, even it can even be the case that that stuff includes a ticket to heaven we want a ticket to heaven because it's it's but but actually the gospel is about, about knowing him, about knowing him through his son, through Jesus. So oh, I love that, Andy. That's a that's a wonderful thing to pull out of your stocking. <laughs> you give us one from your stocking, Thomas. Oh, that's... Okay, well, right, let's let me let me rubbage deep down here. Well, um <laughs> so this is this is one that that in many ways is is um is directed towards um myself, you know, as a as a preacher, but I think it applies to everyone following Jesus. So it comes from a book by Helmut Thielake, 
Um, don't mm-hmm. worry if you've never heard of him. He was a, a theologian, theologian, pastor, and a professor in Germany in the 1960s. He's written a couple of books that I found really helpful. But uh, here he talks about, um, you know, the importance of, he's talking about preaching. And he says, I'll just read it out because he's quoting someone else. He says, one is reminded here of Martin Caller's pulpit prayer. Cause my mind to fear whether my heart means what I say. Mm. Wow. And, and I thought, wow, that's such a powerful powerful thing you know and it's, and it's it's highlighting the fact that you know you know as we stand up to preach each week you know and, and even as we go out to live our lives as christians it doesn't just apply to people who are preachers that actually yeah. that our hearts we just mean what we say we, we we mean what we live that 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 our that our faith that what we say about jesus isn't you know isn't just coming from a duty that we feel we need to perform but it's actually just coming from a heart that is overflowing so i thought that was just brilliant cause my mind to fear whether my heart means what i say that was um that was a powerful one you know thomas is a preacher i find that so convicting mm. and and what a glorious prayer you know how many times do we step up into the pulpit you know we've prepared our sermons we've prayed over our sermons but you you can have those moments where you you preach the sermon but do, do we believe it in the way that we ought to as, as, as if, you yeah. know, so the, what, a, what, a, what a great prayer to, yeah. yeah. A great prayer to I'm pray. so glad you sent me that. That's going to, that's going to be written on my <laughs> sermon book, you know, so that I know. To pray that yeah. Back. A great, yeah. great poop wow. prayer that one. Definitely. And, and great prayer for going to work, going for everything that just, you yeah. you're, that there's that integrity between the way we speak, the way we live, the way we think and what our heart, heart believes. And it comes back to what you were saying about actually knowing Jesus and, for yeah. that to be the driving force behind everything. What else have you got, right, Andy? Your turn. Dig into this talking. Thomas, I've got, I've got one more. I'm going to go to Augustine, right? I'm just going to go to the classic Christmas quote from mm. Augustine. Man's maker was made man that he, ruler of the stars, might nurse at his mother's breast, that the bread might hunger, the fountain thirst, the light sleep, the way be tired on its journey, that the truth might be accused of false witness, the teacher be beaten with whips, the foundation be suspended on wood, that strength might grow weak, that the healer might be wounded, that life might die. End quote. Oh. I just think Augustine captures there just magnificently. You, read, that the read that again. <laughs> it's just unbelievable, isn't it? That's incredible. That's amazing. No, I want to hear it again. Read it to me again, because that is so good. Yeah, Man's maker was made man, that he, the ruler of the stars, might nurse at his mother's breast, that the bread might hunger, that the fountain thirst, the light sleep, the way be tired on its journey, that the truth might be accused of false witness, the teacher be beaten with whips, the foundation be suspended on wood, that strength might grow weak, that the healer might be wounded, that life might die. Wow, that's amazing. That that that's amazing. What a quote! What a quote! And just leaves it just leaves you speechless. You know, to capture the paradox of who Christ is. Oh yeah, especially in His coming and the incarnation. Yeah, our Creator would be made a creature. Yeah, that the life of the world might die. Yeah. Like, that you know the one who threw the stars into space would hang in dependence upon his mother's breast. 
That's incredible. Incredible. And, you know, it actually reminds me, I was, I was, last month I was in a, in a reading group. It was a brilliant reading group run by Crosslands. It was led by Tim Chester. And one of the things Tim said, he says, I don't think we come close to grasping just how astonishing the incarnation is. And, yeah. and I think that, that, that quote is... <laughs> That quote just says that says why because there's just oh man there's so much to feast on there that's a oh. that is that is brilliant okay. that's like that's like a that quote's like Christmas dinner with bread sauce Andy oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody don't know what that means you need to go and listen to the last podcast <laughs> Thomas do you have one more for us I do I have one more and I hope I hope that this will be really helpful for listeners and um, this is from. Uh, one of my favorite books, which is uh, Out of the Salt Shaker and Into the World, written by Rebecca Manley Pippert. Um, it is a fantastic book. And honestly, if, you, if, you're, if you've never read it before, please put this on your reading list for 2024. It's all about evangelism. It's a, it's a, it's a, kind of, it's a classic, really. It's a brilliant book. Just a wee quotation here that, that we want you as listeners to remember going into 2024. And it says, never underestimate the power of your story. It is uniquely your own ordained by God, and it couldn't possibly be duplicated. Mm. And I think that's such, I love that quote because it, it, it's, it's, just, it's doing two things. First of all, it's rooted in theology. It's, it's just re- recognizing the fact that you know, your story, your life circumstances, what you're going to do in 2024 is, is all rooted in the, in the providence of God um, and mm. in his sovereignty. But it's also, it's also your story. You know, so that as you seek to follow Jesus and as you seek to, to share Jesus with your family, your colleagues, your friends, you, know, you don't need to tell my story or Andy's story. You don't need to try and you know, answer all the questions or, or, or talk about everything. The one thing that you can do better than anybody else is you can tell your own story and mm-hmm. you can tell why, why Jesus has made such a difference to your life. And so you know, she says there, never underestimate the power of your story. I think that's a really good thing to, to, to keep in our minds as we go into next year. That is a really good. It makes me think of Psalm 139, you know, mm, all the yeah. days of our life are ordained by God, written in his book. But yeah. it's our story, you know, how he knows them. You know, when we think after the thoughts of God of us, our minds just can't take it in. But how beautiful to have it so succinctly put. There. Yeah, so good. And, and especially important if 2023 has been a rubbish year for you, because for some of you, this might have been a really, really tough year. But but that could be a that could be the chapter in your story that that will speak most powerfully to, to somebody else in, in years to come. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really important thing to remember. Yeah. Well, Thomas, we're not going to do he's right, um, I'm wrong. We're going to slightly change it and... Um, what are we going to change it and do? Remind me, because so, I've forgotten. <laughs> we're going to play it, but we're going to play it slightly different. So usually me and Andy, he's right and wrong. We're arguing over something about whether bread sauce, I mean, like a non-debate, like whether bread sauce is amazing. It obviously is. But what we're going to do this year is, is we're going to we're going to challenge each other to a little bit of self-reflection. So mm. in terms of 2023, I want to ask you, Andy, and you have to ask me, what have you got right and mm. what have you got wrong? So yeah. in that sense, you know, I'm, I, I was right here. I was wrong here. What What would you say um, in twenty twenty three? You got right. What would you say you got wrong? Okay. What did What have I got right? Get the trivial. I'm late to the game. Shout out to our friend Chris Davidson, who's been banging on about Audible for years. <laughs> yes. I discovered Audible in twenty twenty three. Nice. And what a gift it is to listen to books on the move. I'm currently reading what I think is the best historical book written this year. Um, Andrew Wilson. 
uh, the remaking of the world. Excellent. Um, you need to read it. You need to read it. It's so good. Um, and I'm, I'm listening to numerous other books on Audible. Um, it, it's so, so good. You know what? It's significant. What have I done right this year? Well, I, I think there's, I can think of all the things I've done wrong this year. <laughs> but I think that one discipline that, that I'm growing and learning, and I don't do this well, but it's it's praying on the move. Mm. I just I think that's the thing that I find prayer hard at the best of times, you know, in different ways. But just sometimes when I've got people around me on the train, it's easier to pray for image bearers in this yeah. world. When I'm walking by institutions or cultural buildings, and yeah. and just what, what I see in the news on my phone as a mock, I, I, that's just a, a discipline. I find it easier to have that, that, that stream of self consciousness, especially in putting it verbalizing in prayer. Um, so that's one thing. So what have I got wrong? Coming to London has has kind of blown my my worldview in, in ways I didn't expect. It. And one of the things I think I've underestimated is just how global our God is, and how powerfully, meaningfully, life transformingly, He is at work in the nations of the earth. So coming to London, obviously coming to the the one city on earth where you can meet most nations of the earth than anywhere else. There's no city in the world like it, and um, I just have met people from so many different backgrounds this year and heard how God is at work in their nation or in their own lives. And honestly, Thomas, I have just been humbled at how glorious our God is. I I, I sometimes have such a Western view of Christianity or a limited perspective on the globe. Mm -hmm. I've met people from nations I didn't even know about. (laughs) Like, that's that's the truth. Like, or nations that maybe I know the name, but I know nothing about the context. And God has just blown apart my my small small worldview. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Now, now Thomas, um, what what have you got right, and what have you got wrong? Now, but I've got a thought. Right? Can I say one thing? You've got right. You've done something that's on my bucket list. Right? <laughs> you've gone. I, I I don't know how you did not mention this in the big things in 2023 you've gone and got yourself a phd dr <laughs> thomas davis like i i'm i'm desperate to get one of those <laughs> i can't wait to be dr andrew Longley. <laughs> well let me come to that in a wee second um one, one thing one thing i would say i've maybe got right is you know in in, in terms of church here you know we we are in a, a small community where the population is declining we're a small congregation, you know, on a really good Sunday morning, we'd have 60 people. Um, but yet, you know, there are still, there's still a, a community round about us, you know, who need to hear about Jesus, you know, and there's, 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 um, there are many, many more unchurched people than church people in our community, even though we're a small, small community. And I think that recognition of that weakness, I think this year as a church, and I think for me as a pastor, has really helped, God's, I think, really helped me to see that I just need to go for it. And you know, we, we did make some some big and brave decisions in terms of the 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 work of our, our congregation, and and you know that probably took took more courage than I would naturally have. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. probably instinctively a more cautious person, whereas we just did take some big and bold steps in terms of of what we're doing as as a church, and um and it's been amazing to see God blessing that and 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 helping us and and it was like the way i look at it is this is that i felt like i just wasn't giving god the chance to show us how amazing he is and to show us mm-hmm. what he would do you know and, and i feel like this year we, we've 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 
maybe been more courageous in some of the things that we've done. And in the midst of that, you know, we we've just seen God blessing us. So, I mean, a good example is the renovation work we did in our building. We didn't have enough money, um, and yet God's provided for us in amazing ways, you know. Oh, and and but it was only by taking the step that we gave Him the chance yeah, to show us how amazing mm-hmm. He was. So I think mm-hmm. you know some of that kind of just greater boldness and confidence in God. That's that's something that I I I think has got right. Um, the thing I've got wrong, I'll tell you. Um, is actually all related to what you just said about a PhD, because I I would say that the thing I got wrong is this: is that this time last year I was you know almost finished my PhD. Um, I was just waiting for my viva for my examination, um, and this time last year I just was almost twenty four seven thinking, oh, if I can just get this done, if I can just finish, it'd be amazing. If I can, and I I thought that becoming a doctor would fill a hole in my heart mm-hmm. and I was wrong I mean it's it's great mm-hmm. to have done it I'm so thankful that I was able to achieve it and I, I really do believe that it was it was with God's help that I was was able to do it but it it hasn't filled that hole in my heart that I thought it would it hasn't satisfied me in the way it was and and I look back now thankful really thankful that it was done it's not that big a deal, really. It mm. really isn't, you know, and 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 actually doesn't, you know, and and part of me actually slightly cringes when I get referred to as doctor because I'm still just the same person I I always was. I'm still just a very normal guy. I feel a bit of an imposter, to be honest. I don't know that much about anything, but um, you know, but I I, I did think that it would fill me. I kind of thought to myself, this yeah. will be a lifetime achievement that's going to give me a sense of satisfaction, that that will be unrivaled, and I was wrong. It's great to have done it, but it, the one thing it's really taught me is that satisfaction comes in in knowing Jesus, in loving Him, mm. and in going on together in a church family with brothers and sisters who are who are seeking to serve Him. That I can honestly tell you is a thousand times better than getting a PhD. Wow! wow. Thank you for bursting my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Darn! There's my there's my dream of getting a. <laughs> No, 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 you're absolutely right. And yeah, well, satisfaction is found in Jesus. Well, Thomas, um, we need to wrap things up. But before we go, we have got one big, 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 big announcement for 2024 for the G's Today podcast. We're going to grow as a team of hosts. We are. We are indeed. We're very excited about this. But we're going to... We're, we're going to wait, aren't we, to, to next it year before we... We are going to keep, keep it as a surprise. surprise. So. Yes, we are. But you got to stay tuned because we are very, very excited to have uh, a new, uh, a new guest, uh, a new host joining us um, for uh, season three, which will be beginning uh, at uh, at the end of January. And we really, really look forward to having you with us for that. We also have one final giveaway uh, for Christmas. Seeing as it's Christmas, we have a special giveaway, uh, and it comes from our sponsors, Christian Focus, who have been so good to us in supporting us. Andy, you mentioned Audible. Christian Focus have very, very generously uh, given us uh, up to 20 Audible uh, licenses to listen to, um, uh, well, this is where it's a bit embarrassing, is actually to listen to uh, the book that I wrote uh, and that was published in January this year, God is God and You Are You. It's uh, now available on Audible and uh, Christian Focus. I've got uh, 20 licenses that they'll, they'll give away. So if you want one of these, please email us uh, at hello at Jesus Today uh, podcast and we can uh, give that to you as a special uh, Christmas gift. Can I email because I didn't get sent one? 
<laughs> I think we need to talk to Willie on this one. I don't. <laughs> Here's me, you know, extolling the benefits of Audible, and they didn't even send me an Audible copy of your book, Thomas. It's because it's the listeners that mattered, Andy. It's all about the listeners. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being with us uh, for this past year. We've 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 loved it so much, and uh, we're excited about 2024. And we hope you all have an amazing Christmas, uh, and that you're just reminded of the sheer magnitude of God's love mm. in sending His Son uh, to be our Savior. Thank you to our listeners. Enjoy your Christmas and a happy new year for when it comes. Mm.